Losers, today we're going to be looking into LiDAR. Now, what is LiDAR? LiDAR is basically just like a radar, except it uses light instead of radio waves. So, specifically, it stands for Light Detection and Ranging, or Laser Imaging Detection and Ranging. And it's a method of uh, calculating distances between one object and another. They use it in a lot of different applications. Um, such as self-driving cars or self-driving planes. They use it to survey geography and geology. Uh, recently, they, I think in the past like two years or three years, they used LIDAR on a plane to fly over the Amazon rainforest in Bolivia, and they found a bunch of never-previously-before-found pyramids uh, and it gave us clues that ancient civilizations used to live in the Amazon. Now, it's a very fascinating technology and it has a lot of potential uses. Uh, another use of it is in um, law enforcement where police are able to give tickets using LIDAR guns. Basically, what they do is they shoot your car with a little laser and the amount of time it takes to come back to the gun, the sensor on the gun, the receiver on the gun, the police are able to deduce how fast you are going, how far away you are, number one, and uh, I guess you would need two, two readings to determine the speed of, uh, of how fast a car is going, just using basic delta V, delta T physics. So... Uh, LiDAR was created by the Hughes Aircraft Company. This is uh, Howard Hughes, a billionaire who is very interesting, and we might have to do a deep dive into Howard Hughes one of these days. But basically, Howard Hughes was a billionaire, and he was all about spacecraft, and he was OCD. He's very military-connected. He launched a lot of satellites into the air, and uh, the first system was called CoLiDAR, an acronym for Coherent Light Detection and Ranging, derived from the term RADAR, uh, itself an acronym, Radio Detection and Ranging. So, the first practical application of the Collider system was the Collider Mark II, a large rifle-like laser rangefinder produced in 1963, which had a range of 11, 11 kilometers and an accuracy to 4.5 meters, used for military targeting. It uses, LiDAR uses ultraviolet, uh, ultraviolet, <laughs> ultraviolet visible or near-infrared light to image objects. It can target a wide range of materials, including non-metallic objects, rocks, rain, chemical compounds, aerosols, clouds, and even single molecules. So I was just reading the wiki for LiDAR, and actually the military uses LiDAR to detect clouds of bioweapons. It's a very interesting application. Basically, it's it's like a spectrometer, but uh, handheld, or you don't need to sample the gas directly, which is very interesting. Um, so, yes, an aircraft can map a terrain at 12-inch resolution or better. So that's how they were able to actually find these lost pyramids in Bolivia. Uh, they took a plane and they flew over the rainforest and then they had a little laser on the front of the plane 
and it just goes back and forth really quickly, like a million times a second. And the amount of times it time it takes for the light to come back to the receiving sensor, they're able to tell the elevation. Now, if something is higher up in the air, the light will bounce off it and come back faster than something that's lower to the ground. So from that, they're able to produce elevation maps, and from these elevation maps, they were able to find uh, lost pyramids. Uh, the essential concept of LIDAR was originated by H. E. Singe in the 1930s, uh, who envisaged the usage of powerful searchlights to probe the atmosphere. LIDAR has since been used extensively for atmospheric research and meteorology. Instruments are fitted to aircraft and satellites carrying out surveying and mapping. Um, yes, I don't really want to get into the design of it, but maybe some of you might find this interesting. So there are two kinds of LIDAR detection schemes, incoherent or direct energy detection, which principally measures amplitude changes of the reflected light, like we were talking about, and coherent detection, best for measuring Doppler shifts or changes in the phase of the reflected light. Coherent systems generally use optic heterodyne detection. This is more sensitive than direct detention and allows them to operate at a much lower power but requires more complex transceivers. Both types employ pulse models, either micro-pulse micro or high energy, just little intermittent bursts of energy, blah, blah, blah. There are several components to the LiDAR system. First, you need a laser. Then you need a phased array, um, which is a system of antennas. Then you need micro-electromechanical machines. You need scanners and optics. You need a photo detector or receiver electronics. You need position and navigation systems. This is important. When you're flying a plane over the Amazon, in order to test how high the plane is, it needs to be connected by a satellite. So a satellite is connected to the plane as it's flying over the rainforest to judge the height, the angle, the pitch, where exactly the plane is. So you can't just shoot a laser and, and realize how far it is away from the plane. You have to shoot a laser and realize how far away it is from the plane relative to where the plane is. Um, and position and navigation system sensors, blah, blah, blah. Something cool that I recently found out is the iPhones, the new iPhone, everything after iPhone 12 Pro, they actually have little LiDAR systems in them. And this is how you're able to use the measure function on the iPhone apps. Uh, some of you may know that you can, there's an app on the iPhone, a native app, where you can actually measure the length or distance of something just by using the phone. Well, the way the phone does that is it shoots a little laser out and it's able to tell the depth, how far away that thing is. And from there, it's able to produce a measurement of the height or the width the length of something. Um, LiDAR, now that we're talking about iPhones, it also enables AR or artificial reality type gaming. So with Angry Birds on everything over the iPhone 12 Pro, you're actually able to put a structure up in the middle of your living room, for example, and you're able to shoot birds at that structure. And judging the power and the angle that you launch your bird at, um, it's able to collide with the structure that you've built, and all of this is done using LiDAR. So it has a lot of uh, cool applications. 
Um, I do want to get more into Howard Hughes, but I guess that's not for today's episode. Uh, what else can I tell you about it? Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. Um, now, there are probably ways to jam the LiDAR guns that the cops use. Uh, I'm not sure how you do that, though. Maybe, like, shoot another laser back at it. Um, I think that there are probably ways to jam the LiDAR systems as well. Oh, uh, one more thing that I wanted to say is uh, Tesla is probably the number one self-driving car in the world, or at least it's perceived that way. And it specifically does not use LiDAR systems to self-drive their cars. Now, I found this interesting because basically every other major car manufacturer does use LiDAR to enable some sort of self-driving techniques. But Musk, Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla, says that these LiDAR sensors are too expensive. And uh, he's put all of his research and development into a classification system in traditional just cameras. So if for the camera to work for self-driving, what it needs to do is it needs to work the same way a human's eyes work, basically. Now, with LiDAR, uh, you're able to more precisely judge the distance away something is, which is obviously really important if you're driving. Um, but these things, these units, these LiDAR units cost anywhere from hundreds to thousands of dollars. And, well, from what I've seen so far, Tesla seems to be one of the better self-driving systems out there. So Elon Musk may be onto something. It seems that AI and, uh, you know, neural networks, training these neural networks has developed faster than, uh, than many of us had expected. So Yeah, that's all it is today for LiDAR. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you losers later.